Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Point Forward podcast episode. We've made it. The over the regular season's over. Playoffs are here. And as always, my co-host PJ is here to talk about the NBA playoffs with me today. What up, man? How are you? What is good? Everything's good, right? Hey, the Bulls made the playoffs. The Bucks made the playoffs. You got to be they happy, survived. man. They survived the revenge of Spencer DeWitty part two. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're playing on just sticking to playoffs today. Um, kind of came to the conclusion that if we're trying to squeeze in an NBA awards pod it, along with the first round, it was just going to be hours long. We got time. Uh, we got time to talk about this. And uh, we we'd spend, like to. We got to spend precious time possibly ending our friendship over the MVP debate. We don't, well, want, to, I, we don't want to condense it. We'd like to uh, we'd like to get some hopefully some uh, contributors to uh, give us their M- MVP takes or, and we'll uh, hopefully be working on getting some other people on this podcast which so will be a first just don't hear our lovely voices which you know Although is a good good or a bad thing yeah, yeah exactly so PJ without further ado let's get start. Going with the Western Conference. Uh, one V8 matchup, Golden State Warriors, Portland Trailblazers. There wasn't, uh, so Kevin Durant's back, had a, you know, didn't shoot great from the field the first couple games and then had, you know, dropped 30 last night. What's your take on this series? How many games do you think it's going to go? What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I think it's really the, the, the big key here, I think, will be how, how these third quarters go because obviously the Warriors have the last couple months here. Third quarter's been their thing. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Like, for a 1 8, I think it'll be pretty fun. Uh, I still could see it go like 5 or 6 here. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I just I wonder what, how much firepower the. Blazers can can give them, but I, I mean, without Nurkic, I'm kind of less psyched about this series than I was like three weeks ago, and I was bouncing up and down my seat as I was just buying Nurkic stock left and right. Um, so that part kind of bums me out, but it'll be it'll be fun just to see the two two backcourts go at it, um, and yeah, just kind of see what what other people on the Blazers can possibly show up and, and, and perform. But other than that, it's like, yeah, how's KD look? You know, how's yeah, he, he going to get Yeah, this involved? is just a kind of a tune-up game for him. <clears throat> yeah, which this is a good – I mean, I think for him, like matchup-wise, like he's going to be able to kind of get his legs back pretty easily here. Like there's – I don't think he's going to have to do as much defensively in this series as I think he will later in the playoffs. No. No, he, he won't. I mean, they don't – I mean, they have Aminu who can stretch out a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, they guys—they've like, got some guys that can stretch for a little. But but for him, like this is a much better. This is a better mat- like situation for him than if they had played Denver. Um, yes, I agree with that. Because then like Denver would have been throwing more work. Gallinari at the four. He's more skilled from out there than anyone Portland can really troll out. I I, I agree with you there. Um, 
But uh, hopefully, you know, I'm really hoping Nurkic gets the green light to play. It sounds like at this point he's uh, just trying to get the okay from the medical staff to be able to resume basketball activities. Um, because yeah, but it's just, uh, do you see, I mean, do they think he's going to get halfway? Because th- I just am kind of like, eh, I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's trying to make his way back, and I, I think he is. But like, does it? Yeah, I does it really matter from the Trailblazers' perspective? They're probably thinking their percentage of potentially winning the series goes up a, a decent clip, but <laughs> it's from like five percent, five to five to fifteen percent. Oh, yeah, I mean, it just yeah. I would say that. If Nurkic plays, they have a 15. Like I could see them three out of 20 times beating. No, now it's coming. Now that it's coming out of my mouth, I can't even. Yeah. No, I would say 10. Yeah, maybe five to 10 percent uh, jump if Nurk is playing. I mean, he they he is would be the best big man on the floor. Yeah, unquestionably. So there'd be a mismatch there that they could exploit. And I mean, he just opens up a lot of things for the Blazers when when he's playing. I mean, he's just been such a great fit. We've talked about him a ton, but just, yeah, just not going to happen. Guys. And Golden State hasn't used uh, their best lineup a ton this season when pushing Draymond to the five. And I I think he could. I think he could wreak a lot of havoc with what uh the blazers like doing with uh putting nurk at the elbow and running a lot of screens and cutters off of him and just letting him pass and make and have dame get open looks and open lanes to the basket it's uh, that when the warriors want to be a really good defensive team they're certainly capable of it because of what clay and draymond are able to do for them so I, I, my prediction would be is that this is over in four. I don't see the. Well, you I think don't it's see, a sweep? I think it's a sweep. See, I could, I could see them if it got to like a, like what I'm picturing would be like a game three or game four, maybe like an OT. Like Blazers could pull something out there, but yeah, I mean, if yeah, the Blazers, I mean, it's I think five. I would say like five more, like. Or if the four. Warriors won in five, it would not surprise. Or if yeah, if the Warriors won in five, it wouldn't surprise me. Because but I like, I'm, I would be a betting on four game series here. The, the one thing with the Warriors though is like, and it's it's kind of in the story. They just get so stupid sometimes. So they're just like playing like this rec league kind of just like free. They're just like doing, just like trying to almost make like highlights and. Well, every once in a while you see passes and like. The kind of the stuff that since Steve Kerr's been there, he's like tried to get them away from. They just kind of like forget where they're at. Like they forget like, all well, like his coaching. And they're just like, ah, I'm gonna try to like chuck this pass between three people, and it just you know doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, the thing I could see them winning a game even if they were doing that for a half though. You know what I mean? It's they have a lot. They have a lot of talent. Uh, but let's that's probably enough about like we both agree that that's yeah. gonna that's kind of an. A pretty clear clear cut series. I don't think anyone really sees Portland pulling off an upset. Uh, and then on that same side of the bracket, we have the Clippers versus the Utah Jazz. Two teams have battled each other a couple times through like every game that those two teams have had against each other have been competitive. Utah is trying to prove that they have a place in the Western Conference. This is the first time they've been in the playoffs for a long time. They exceeded my expectations. A lot of people thought that they were going to be this good and Gobert is huge trend 
he's huge. well, he's he's at, like so, actually huge, but he's slowly people are taking notice of what he's done this season, which so, I like Gobert. Um, I've, but I, I liked him before this. I mean, he's I he's a just, monster. I like this year more than anything. Have just been like every time I've watched the Jazz game and he comes on this court, I'm just like that man is ginormous. The game he, I, I saw so huge. I, think I saw I've said the this before, but he, I just have to always say he's huge. You saw I saw the Jazz play the T Wolves, and I mean Carl Anthony Towns is six eleven. And when Gobert walks out there, it's just, I mean, he looks, makes him look small. He's going to make Blake Griffin look like you. He's making him look like as tall as you. Or me. And I'm 5'11, guys. I'm, I'm not very Maybe he big. makes him look like me. I don't know. Yeah, and you're, you mean you're a little taller. You got, you're, I'd look like you next to Gobert. Yeah, something like that. That's probably a good comparison. But, um, <laughs> you know, he, and so seeing him, and because he's a better defensive player. Than DeAndre Jordan, but and I would say that he's probably a little more skilled offensively. Uh, I give the edge in rebounding to DeAndre, but not to say that Gobert's not a decent rebounder because he is. But you know, those that matchup's going to be very fun to watch in this series. Uh, and then you just gotta like Utah's a little bit deeper of a team; they have a better bench. Uh, while the Clippers are going to be. This is. I really think it's their make their last go. Like you got to make something happen. You got to set up that. You know, I don't know how many times it would make it in the playoffs that the Clippers nope. and the Warriors have matched up against each other, but it's the third or fourth time. I want it. Like, make it gotta happen. Go, you got to go big or go bare out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I. Uh, so what? What? Do you, what do you think then, PJ? Do you think who do you would you pick to win this series? So I kind of like the Jazz a little bit in this actually because of two things. I mean, and a lot of this is recency bias and like watching the last game when they played when Utah and the Clippers played in LA a couple weeks back, but like Gobert really messed them up. Like he was, he was just like an imposing force in that game. Um, on both ends, but yeah, and and I'm just really all up in the fourth quarter, Joe. Uh, the fact that they've got that Joe Johnson is yeah, he's super. He's like, like I mean, I can't really say ageless because the Clippers have the ageless wonder in Jamal Crawford, but like, yeah, Joe Johnson just like, I mean, his fourth quarter numbers and just how he's played and it's been throughout the whole year. I, I really he's been like a really that closer good fit for them that yeah just that closer role he's taken on with them and how he's played um yeah they're like uh i mean we were both pretty low on the jazz and didn't really buy the hype with them this year but i'm still um, not buying it i like i just with the clippers it's just i don't know where it's gonna like where in this series i'm gonna be like all right like in my opinion like the way I, I buy on the Clippers is if Blake Griffin just balls out. Like I, I need Blake Griffin to be the best player on the court, and I just I haven't seen it the last like couple months. Like you know, in regular season obviously different, and they've been hurt and getting that put together. But yeah, I don't know. Like I just haven't had the good Clipper vibes that I've had in other years, and you know they they've failed in those times too. So like, well, I think they. I believe that they finished 
the season on a five or six game win streak. So that always helps. You know, those last couple games, people were resting, but they still had a couple wins leading up into those last few games. And uh, they ended up getting the four seed, which this I think that this series is going to go seven. And I think the Clippers win at home in the seventh game. So um, I kind of think, though, like with it, you've it's like who on the bench is like that's kind of what this series is like. Who's that dude on their bench that's going to go out? Like, is Austin Rivers just going to kill Ham for a couple games? Or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's going to be a non star, like, for either one of these teams. It's going to be more of the the factor that swings that, that playoff pendulum one way or the other. Well, I think, I think, um, Jamal Crawford could be that guy. That guy could put up 30 any night, uh, if he gets hot. Uh, but the big X factor for me is is not really a bench guy. Although I do agree with you that if the Clippers bench doesn't step up, if Austin Rivers the, and I mean that was the storyline beginning of this year was their bench. and Jamal Crawford don't do something and Spates, uh, if those guys can't get buckets on the second unit, they are going to lose. Uh, but having said that, the X factor I see in this series is the fact that the starting point guard for the Clippers is Chris Paul. And the starting point guard for the Utah Jazz is George Hill. Like that is that is a that's a big gap. Um, I know that George Hill has had a nice season this year. He's he's played. He's had the best season of his career, uh, with the exception of him being hurt. And I think he hasn't you know didn't have a great ending to the year because of those injuries. Chris Paul Chris Paul has got a lot more going on. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame point guard. Yeah, but. You, I just I see him creating some problems there. Like oh, he's I mean, he knows how to play. He knows how to bastard. play in the playoffs. Like he's he knows he knows how he's been in these games before. Uh, you know the counter argument being that they've lost a lot of like Chris Paul's lost a lot of series he's been in, but he's playing the Jazz. They have no one on the Jazz right now uh, has that much playoff experience, um, at least in their starting lineup. So. I, I give the nod to the clips. Yeah, I just I'm kind of I've I've been leaning this way more and more, but I'm just like I I don't think Chris Paul at this point is like I think he's still good, but I think he's at that you know, level where he needs to be the second best player on the team, and just like brings those other intangibles. But as far as actual basketball wise, like I already said, like I I, I think if the Clippers win, Blake Griffin's the best player on the the court. I think like that's the their best chance to and like where probably I mean yeah you you can point to the point guard piece I I just don't know what Chris Paul I mean if Chris Paul goes off for 30 35 you know then yeah then then you're definitely you're you're on the the right side of that with your argument um but I think I mean I get I get what you're saying yeah but Chris Paul he's same numbers as always this year 18 and yeah, 9. He's consistent. 18, but, 9, and 5 every year. Right. Well, no, no, no. And th- like, but that's what I meant. But I think like that's his gear. I don't know if like he still has it to like, like a few years ago, I'd be like, yeah, you know, Chris Paul can, this is his team. It's, you know, they'll go as far as he wants them to in a lot of ways. Um, but it just, yeah, man, I, it seems like more to me, it's just, it's got to be like Blake's got to be the one that, Take, that goes up a, a notch as far as what they do 
because um, I think you need Chris to be one to conserve energy and, and be you know more of a defensive factor. But I mean, I, like probably the offensive side, like I want to see Blake just own some fools. Right, and uh, if Blake, if Blake, he, I, I see him having some trouble in the paint against Gobert. I mean, he he's been able to shoot the three ball better in the last couple of weeks, which he's gonna have to he's gonna have to hit those shots in order for the Clippers to have success. I just I still think it comes back to Chris Paul. Like I, he's gonna have to be a step up from his average output in order for them to get the W. Uh, and, you know, in the playoffs, guys play more minutes, so it's not out of the realm of possibility for that to happen. Yeah, I mean... Interesting I, interesting ser- series to like keep an weird, eye on. Yeah, it's like Because even weird. though this is not a very sexy series, like, everyone kind of hates the Clippers, and Utah is far from, no. you know, the a Showtime team. But at the same time, these are four good teams. They both won 50 games. So it's going to, you know, this series is going to go for a while. They're going to be, uh, the Clippers do end up coming out of it. They're going to have their hands full the next uh, round against the Warriors. But let's move on to what I think, and I think what most people think is the best first-round matchup. And that's the Houston Rockets against the Oklahoma City Thunder 3-6 matchup. Two point guards that are the believed to be the favorites in MVP voting. James Harden and Russell Westbrook. I this is this has come out in a lot of podcasts I've listened to uh, that it's such bullshit that we aren't going to be hearing who the MVP is before this series because if we did, it would it would just make this series so much better. It's a problem. Why are we waiting till June to know who wins the MVP? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for storyline purposes and all that it. You definitely want the to know now, because um, then it, I think it it would affect this uh, series if you knew. Um, like yeah, for either guy, I think they both like really want it. Uh, I mean, I think one or the other would just be like, <laughs> depending on who won and who didn't. Like, the loser of that would kind of be out there to prove prove everyone wrong. Um, but no, it's like this is got the names it's got all the um kind of the appeal that you'd want even for like a common just the average basketball fan with with what russell and and james can do like they're gonna be putting up some like memorable moments um i want this one to go seven i'd be really surprised though if it went like two six in a lot of ways i think the i think the rockets are gonna shine in this and I think it's going to be I mean I think this is where James Harden kind of shows shows up and would almost basically in my opinion like be a great way to give him the edge in an MVP type of situation but you know they can't the votes are already in so right um, but like this is that kind of when you put them up against each other like that it's uh, I mean I think the Rockets are, are gearing up for, for a nice nice run here uh, but yeah I want it to go like yeah want it to go seven I could see it going six like and maybe that <laughs> I think there'll be they'll be close there'll be a couple close games and like does what does Russ do in the fourth like he's been the last month a maniac in the fourth especially like more than anything 
so I can, yeah, Russ win them a couple games in the fourth quarter when it's close, then, yeah, I think it would go six. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I, I think the Rockets will show up and, and give everyone, like, a reason to, to get behind them to, like, take on the Warriors. Yeah, my, my prediction would be Houston in five. Um, yeah. I think the games. I think the games are going to be close. I don't. I don't yeah, think Houston's going to be blowing absolutely. OKC out. Uh, but I, the way that that team has played this year, just I just, I don't see, I don't see OKC being able to score with them. Um, you know, Houston's far from a great defensive team, but they they do okay like their points per possession numbers are you know middle of the pack in the nba and they're in the upper half where they're a little above where okc is at and they're second in the league in scoring i mean this team you know the matchup is going to be very interesting to see what both teams are putting out there as far as uh who's starting and whatnot because Taj is probably gonna be starting at the four for OKC, oh, and he's gonna yeah. have to he's gonna have to be out on the perimeter he's a lot that. against Ryan Anderson. Uh, but I think that you know, then you have Clint Capella and Stephen Adams, where See, it's kind of similar skill set, and in the in the middle, I, I don't know. So um, I almost wonder. So I mean, I don't, I don't, know, I haven't. Like I was just as you're saying that, I was thinking about like, couldn't you? Could you see like them? putting Steven Adams on on Ryan Anderson and like flip that or is they could. that just my, my, my they could and then you have and then you have Taj well the thing is they don't run a lot of pick and rolls with Ryan Anderson out there uh, they run a lot yeah. a ton of pick and rolls for James and with then the Ryan Anderson yeah and then Ryan Anderson yeah. is waiting to for him to drive and kick right. Uh, so I mean that could realistically happen. I just don't see them just starting well, out a possession that, I, like that. Yeah. Uh, but like the starting, like Russ, you know, maybe OKC's plan was because Russ didn't play heavy minutes, so his the number of minutes he plays is going to be something really interesting to see. Uh, if I'm James Harden, who's in my opinion the best at getting foul calls in the NBA, I'm trying to get. Mm russ to foul me like i'm whoever's whoever russ is on which is probably gonna be patrick beverly i i where's you're switching that what'd you say oh i was just making a subtle comment about james harden (laughs) i was like oh i guess he took that title away from Dwayne wade yeah i think he's been a long-standing holder of that title yeah i think i think james i'm with you i think james has it now he might. I, I'm with you. No, I was like D Wade. No, you're right. D Wade was good in time, but D Wade's uh, the king of the pump fake. Like jump into. Oh the yeah. Shit. Well, James is, is doesn't really do that. He'll just he'll get you on his hip and then he'll stop moving while you're still moving. You'll run into him yeah. and then he tries to make a layup and every now and then gets an and one, but always gets fouled. Um. But. You know these teams starting like what I oh what I was saying with Russ was that I I mean I think they're gonna play him forty two minutes a night I think that forty two maybe more I I don't see the guy getting a ton of rest this entire series um, the Patrick Beverly thing this is the first time those two have faced off against in the playoffs mm-hmm. since yeah was it tore meniscus that Russ had yeah, because of tore his meniscus yeah yeah because That's... of Patrick Beverly yeah um, 
So that's going to be something to keep your eye on. He's, to Patrick Beverly's credit, I mean, that dude's, that guy gets after it on defense. I mean, he, he can do some stuff. So he's going to create some problems, and, you know, OKC's going to get Russ, his looks. He's going to make things happen. He's going to put up big numbers. Um, but the, the second units for these teams, it's it's better since that trade with OKC because they can, if they're not starting Jimmy, they can bring Jimmy off the bench with Sabonis and Cancer, and that's not bad. Um, especially if you're keeping Oladipo out there as point to run with the second unit. Yeah. Uh, but the I, Rocket, Rockets have a lot of firepower on that second unit with Lou Williams really coming off the bench, Eric Gordon coming off the bench. Um, and then, you know, Sam Decker and, and uh, who am I forgetting from uh, Louisville? Oh, um, Mantra's Harold. Thank you, Harold. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. Um, Gonna be a great, AK gonna be great to see James Harden and Westbrook go after each other, but it's just uh, I don't see OKC being able to score enough to stay with Houston. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean that's like the that's where I'm falling on it too is just looking at the like when it comes to needing to get a shot, like the I would definitely say Houston's got the advantage of just getting like an easy bucket or if, if OKC went on a run to kind of cancel that out with a easy three or, you know, I think they've have enough plays and, and stuff in their, their bag of tricks to keep it close. And really, I, I don't think allow OKC to get out in front. And yeah, I, the, where you're saying with the 42 minutes for Russ, I'm definitely with you on that. Like, I think he's going to play a lot. And I just don't know if that is good. <laughs> like, I mean, I just for for a seven game, se- you know, and everything that goes into a, a playoff series, like what what does that look like for them, like in fourth quarters of games? Like, I I'm just I'm not sure what. Like, I just don't think o- OKC will give the Rockets enough different lo- looks, like over a course of a series where the Rockets don't figure it out you know i mean i russ can do a lot on the court by himself and um but there's there's not like they're just when you're playing through one dude like they have been all year you can only you know do so many different ways to get that guy the ball and get him his looks and everything whereas the rockets i mean it's fueled through james but there's obviously all those complimentary pieces that are around him that get you those different looks and, and can, you can feed it to different guys. And James does a really good job of keeping everyone involved in a, a, a much better way than, than Russ does normally where it's, you know, with Russ, it's, it's me and you know, who, what four dudes want to kind of go with me. So you're saying that James Harden would be your MVP pick? No, I just, I think <laughs> when it comes to involving other people on, in an offensive scheme in the scheme that the <laughs> Rockets run like over a playoff series I think the style and the way James Harden play is going to be a nice advantage for the Rockets but uh, as far as regular season performance and overall season performance 
uh, which doesn't factor in the playoffs here. I would or the MVP necessarily. I have to change that uh, that take a little bit. Hmm. To another well, guy. well, let's talk about that more later. But yeah, let's get to the last. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the last uh, Western Conference matchup, which. I mean, I'll be surprised if I more if I watch more than one and two one or two of these games. Uh, the Spurs two seed are facing up against. If you have uh, any interest in this series, make sure you know what channel NBA TV is on. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, the Spurs play against the Memphis Grizzlies, the seventh seed. Not nearly as uh, exciting in the my least mind. Sexy matchup. Oh yeah! <laughs> wow. Um, What's so Spurs win and how many games? Uh, I think it's gonna be like five, but um, definitely a series you want to probably bet the under on a lot if you can. You might be able to get some money there. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of those. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna really test my basketball fandom and just like interest in like NBA playoffs because I love the NBA playoffs so much. Um, but this is <laughs> that's gonna be a gritty, silly, and I'm looking at the TV schedule. Folks, you'll be able to see all of these Grizzlies. They're on ESPN and TNT for the entire thing. Wow. You know what series? Which wow. I'll save it. There's what? An Eastern, there's an Eastern Conference series that's getting the NBA TV treatment, and I'm really pissed oh, about it. I'm pissed. Oh, I'm fight some. Well, maybe you maybe you can catch a few of those games in person. Ooh, you got it. Um, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Rusty, Rusty agrees. Rusty's pissed off too. Yeah, he's like NBA TV. What? The hell what is the that? What the? I don't want to watch anything on NBA TV. <laughs> I want to watch Area Twenty One beforehand. Um, <laughs> all right. Well. I don't want to talk about that series anymore. I agree with you. I'm thinking five <laughs> spent games. Two minutes on it. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to talk about it. It's they're going on the Kawhi second round. Like, my hope, I want Kawhi to at least have like four dope dunks. A game? Sure. I think that'll happen. Uh, oh, I just meant for like. Yeah, I, but I, he could. He could really. He could put off. He could dunk the ball ten times a game. That whole series and wouldn't surprise me. I'm throwing a lot of shade at Memphis, but I'm sorry. I'm just. You signed Chandler Parsons to a $94 million contract. I just can't get in with you. But the Gasol v. Gasol uh, matchup will be interesting to watch. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm not nearly as... I don't have as much hatred in my heart towards Pow as you do. Which I understand. <sighs> yeah, if I were the... If I'm Memphis, just run pick and rolls like all day with Pa in the game. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Which they will with Mark. I mean, they they will. Yeah, I think. Well, Mark, Mark. Other than me, maybe Mark knows more. Than, like that's what we do. We got to do that against my brother. Yeah, he he knows just what to do. I'm sure. Um, I'm really excited to get to the Eastern Conference matchups. I like them a lot. I mean, even Washington Atlanta, which we're gonna get to. I, I'm a lot more excited about it now than I was two weeks ago with how Atlanta's been playing. But uh, let's start with, and I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this one for a while, and I I don't know why, but I just have this feeling that the Bulls might make things interesting against the Boston Celtics <laughs> in the first round. 
tell me why I'm right or tell me why I'm wrong. Well, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I can tell you you're right or like I get like you could go both ways with it. Um, Do they play on Thursday on TNT? Well, because that's an easy win. I mean, if you're the NBA and you want to make it interesting. Uh, I do not think they play. It would, I don't think there's a Thursday for them unless it's game seven. No. Oh, there's conspiracies. I missed. The Bulls would play. Uh, they don't play any Thursdays. So oh. probably a short series here. And also that streak only works for regular season, so... Um, maybe they just don't want to jeopardize it or cause any confusion, but yeah, they are they are not. Yep, they are not on any of the Thursdays for the first round. Um. Yeah, I mean they split so the Bulls and Celtics split the season regular season. Uh, I don't know. It would be very bullsy if they win two games out of this. Um. I just don't know. Like, I just don't know where, like, how much Jimmy's going to have to do. Like, so my hope for this, and that's all I can really give you on this series, is, like, so obviously being a Bulls fan, the the thing is, like, should they even make, like, it doesn't make sense to make the playoffs where they're at as a franchise and as a team. Like, but in the grand scheme of things, in my opinion, them picking 14th to, like, between 16th and 18th, uh, in the draft, like I don't think this front office will do enough with that. So, um, but like being a basketball fan, like actually having my team in the playoffs, like I'm just gonna forget about all that for like long term picture. Like nothing's gonna change basically with this. Um, but the one way it could possibly, especially since they're playing the Celtics now officially, is like I just want to see Jimmy go like give me two one or two games where jimmy goes for like 30 35 and just like single-handedly beats the celtics and just dangle that out in front of them and just like make it something where it's like ah we could have that like we'd like that we would like that i i don't i truthfully i mean it'd be probably better if the bulls do not win this series but um enough self-reflection and I, I know myself well enough that when these games come on I'm gonna obviously want them to win every fucking possession and like play really well and right you know whatever but um yeah my hope is to see at least a game or two out of where like Jimmy wins it for them and just like dominates and really gives Boston kind of the the nice little preview of you know something you really want to give something up for I, I just if it, anything it's a way to dangle Jimmy out in front of the Celtics live and in person for yeah like a five six game series like great I I don't I don't think we're gonna be dealing with any 2009 Bulls Celtics situation where they go seven um, you know you don't have the baby Bulls kind of factor or anything like that like rookie. You know, young Derrick Rose isn't walking through that door um, for them. So, um, but yeah, I think it's a good opportunity for Jimmy to do Jimmy and you know, put his his big you know basketball package out there for everyone to see. Um, 
And I think, you know, having Dwayne Wade, it'll be interesting from that perspective to see his kind of contributions to this and, like, Rondo, too. I mean, like, I, I think those three dudes, you know, based on how they play, how they want to do things, and um, if they actually, you know, maybe have some spacing and move the ball and have some ball movement and don't just stick to iso ball, like, yeah, I could see them winning two games, but uh, I think Boston will possibly fine in the end so i do agree that the celtics are going to be fine in the end i think this i think this series goes six i think the bulls are going to steal a few games they've got some guys that can just get buckets in the fourth quarter which i mean you can say isaiah does too but hey isaiah is unproven in, in the uh playoffs um uh, isaiah is going to do just fine i think in this series <laughs> we'll see uh I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun series. Um, the Bulls have looked better. Their competition has not been no, as difficult it's lately. It's been pretty shitty, but they took advantage of it. Uh, the you know well, a couple months ago, if I could have said that you know the Bulls are gonna finish as the eight seed, a couple games above five hundred, and everyone's gonna be healthy going into the playoffs, you'd be like, eh, you know that's not that bad, and it's not yeah. that bad. Uh, <laughs> what? It feels kind of like I mean, like the first time in my life that I kind of feel bad for like Miami Heat, the few Miami Heat fans out there, like the Nets, like my I think my boy Fred sent at least a couple, you know, gift packages out to Brooklyn, help him out, at least get him into the playoffs here. Um, yeah, that's the only other thing I really hope. Maybe Fred can make up some like nice savvy moves here in the playoffs and when those wins and like he can get some some love or something but um and maybe be like hey you know if they gave him a shot and gave him players if he's able to make take him to this you know crap of a team to the the playoffs with no one that fits this the system he wants to run if you actually gave him some players that you know fit what he wanted to do imagine what a guy could do then i don't know Right. Throw that out there, Garn Packs, you bastards. You motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. You motherfuckers. Well, nonetheless, I know that there's going to be at least one person out there that's biting their nails and stressed watching that series. But I bite my nails without there being Bulls playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to be down to the nubs. Jeez. Well, Jeez. I'm not sure if that this next series is going to be quite as stress-inducing. Yeah. But I think the Hawks could give Washington some close games here. Uh, you know, maybe Dwight Howard gets together and can put the Polish hammer in his place. But uh, any chance Atlanta pulls this one out and pulls out an upset against Washington? I mean, this is a four-five wow. series, but it seems like this is two could be different. A seven. It could be like a two-seven. Or like if, I'm Was- if I'm Washington. If I'm Washington, I'm I'm a lot happier I'm playing Atlanta than I am against the Bucks. Oh yeah. Uh Oh yes. yeah. Oh, we'll get to them. We'll get to my 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 boy. My boy, my special boy. He's my special boy. <laughs> my special boy. Uh Yeah, I mean, I could see Washington win like in five. <laughs> I'm like So so one thing I like to to play the game of and I, like one of the I think my favorite parts of every NBA series is just like to, to gauge on each series like how quickly it turns to where they're like they're pushing and shoving and there's like fights because every 
any series, like, basically, like, depending on the teams, like, it turns. Like, when – hopefully when Washington and – which, you know, I think we should go out right now and say, like, shout out to the basketball gods for giving us the ability to have our, our second round matchups that we want. Yeah. Um, like, the I, East looks like – the East fell perfectly to exactly what I wanted. Um, outside of, yeah, maybe switch the Bulls in the seventh seed, uh, or something like that. But, uh, yeah, like this. So here's, let's back, back up to that one second. Okay. Okay. Would you rather play Boston or Cleveland as a Bulls fan? I'd rather play Cleveland because I like for sure know the end to that. Like I know LeBron's just going to LeBron. Like there's no way they're going to win that series. And anything that's stupid that happens is like you can just be like well but there was LeBron like you kind of like LeBron cancels out any spin that the uh gives it basically cancels out any spin that the Celtics or that the that Gar and Pax could spin on what the Boston series kind of opens them up to is like Boston is still a developing team like they're still trying to get everything together and I do think like the Bulls could steal a couple of games and it like be close for most of the series and be enough where Gar packs like, Oh yeah. You know, we just had another player. We had another superstar. Like it was to say we couldn't have beat Boston type, type of shit. Um, where like with Cleveland, it's like they're ice. They're clearly still the best team in the Eastern conference, even though they're two seed, like you've got LeBron James, like anything. If they try to spin that in any way, like it just comes off as stupid. Um, but it also just like it's fun to for the Bulls to play LeBron in a way too. Nonetheless, like Sandy agrees, right? That that whole uh, not having the dogs in my room for this that really failed miserably. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured. That makes sense. Anyway, sorry for interrupting you. Got some Riley Riley Bulls fans in the form of dogs. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's like kind of, but but to get back to kind of what I was saying, like this Washington Atlanta series, I can see getting super chippy super quick. Um, And like, obviously, like Dwight's going to be like one of the, like the main factors of that, but I could see Schroeder and uh, John Wall getting into it. I like, it's just like for some reason. It's got a very like chippy vibe to it. Like I think Houston, OKC gonna get chippy. Uh, I wish Utah was a little bit more of a aggressive team like that. But like I I'm I'm wondering like if of the series like it, well it's this one and the one we're gonna talk about next. But of like series where I could just see things get chippy in like game two. Like it's like that's not, my favorite part is like game one when there's like. Which that would happen if Washington and Boston play. It would be like first half they're pushing and shoving, but like the like I I just see something like just yeah Schroeder just being a little bit of a pest or just like pissing them off, and so that's like the only thing I'm really looking forward to with this series to see like if there's any nice you know fights. Yeah, I think you could definitely see some chippiness, and I think both Boston and Washington. <laughs> Those both of those teams are in for some just some rough physical series in general. I mean, that's you yeah. could say that about, about most playoff series, but these in particular, uh, 
you know, Chicago's not going to take any shit from the Celtics, and those are just mm. two historical. They might. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't really. You Bulls. know what? I'm just not going to say anything about the Bulls because you're just going to disagree with every fucking thing. I just so. <laughs> can't. I just can't. I well, Robin Lopez obviously. Robin Lopez would be the factor for the Celtics series if they get that. Yeah, and Rondo. Uh, maybe Rondo and Isaiah. Yeah, I don't know. I just like oh, every time you're like, oh, if the bull, like the minute you said that, the first thing I thought about was like, what would Joffrey Laverne do in a fight? And I was like, oh, he'd go in the fetal position or like hide behind the basket. I don't know. Like, like I just I don't know if I'd want to like. This is like no credibility there. If you have Joffrey Laverne, and <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, just bad i don't know you probably <laughs> I, I can see it i guess yeah as i'm talking my way through this now but yeah I you're just, talking yourself into this the yeah. minute you said that i thought about job for the bird and i was like no nah, i don't know like they're not gonna no nah, they wouldn't no we would fight them but now well, they've gotten a little chibi like but if i'm the bulls it's not smart to get in a fight without Taj gibson like that's why like russ is gonna be all right he's got his protector right Taj gibson's so og um Let's uh, let's let's move. Uh, let's yeah, let's get this over with. Let's talk a lot about of tangents up there in that upper quad. Let's move. Let's move on to the next game. But we both agree that Washington wins this in probably five, six games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I'll see. So so Milwaukee. Let's talk about Milwaukee. Um, Skasms. They finished finished the series the season on a high note. Matchup against Toronto, who. Kyle Lowry's back and he looks good. He looks healthy. Really uh, doesn't appear to really have lost much of, uh, you know, he's not a lot of rust. He's coming in ready to hit the ground running. I think Milwaukee's going to win this series. Oh, he said it. He said it. Oh. I, 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 I think they can win it. Um, yes. I don't think they have a great answer to what. What's to what coming? Kyle Lowry can do, oh, but oh. Uh, I think I th- I don't think that anyone on Toronto ha- can do anything w- with Giannis either. Um, I think yeah, it comes to seven. Awesome. I think it I comes to so. seven, and Giannis brings it home. Ooh, he's doing it. You're and so, if you did, you just doing it in. We, you're just trying to, to provoke me. Try to rile you up. Well, or so you're are you going to go to? So to are you going to yeah, get tickets to these games? We're, uh, it's looking like at least game four we would be going to. I <clears throat> Anyone that listens to this, if listen to it soon, uh, Milwaukee has a thing. You can pay 55 bucks to sit. Like, it's like in the upper corners, but it's pretty good. 55 bucks for the two playoff games, or you pay like 79 for like upper, kind of back, but you're like center court-ish. Um, so yeah, we're looking. I think like the game on Saturday, so game four would be on a Saturday for them. It's like a two p.m. game, so that'd be like a fun. It'd be a fun game to go to. So yeah, I think we're at least doing that. We're my peoples are still talking. We're still there's still just a decision on the group outing for that. But yeah, I think I'm gonna be there in my Giannis jersey and just be Giannis gasming all over the streets of Milwaukee with some of my peoples. My other Giannis fans, but um, yeah, man, I really do. I mean, Toronto obviously had the edge on the regular season, but they Chris Middleton didn't play in any of that. Um, well, they've been playing well. Uh, you've got the 
you know, obviously the proven playoff vet in Deladova that there to guide the Milwaukee Bucks, but uh yeah, I it's I think like it this is gonna be the Giannis just like full out coming out. Like whew, I'm just I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm so excited for this because I just I, I like how it's been trending. I feel like this is like the official stamp on it of just the Giannis ascension uh, in, with the league and everything. Um, I still, I mean, like Toronto's depth is what's <laughs> like. I'm still like I can't convince myself fully of it. Because they've they've got they've got a lot of options uh, with lineups. They can throw the Bucks a lot, don't. Yeah. But the Bucks have the best player. Yeah, on right, the court. Right. But yeah, it's like just. But they've got enough guys that they can throw at Yon. Is like that's the one thing is. I think they can they can throw between like Demar, and PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. Like between those two dudes, uh, majority of it like split between them, to like slow down Giannis, but. Yeah, I, I'm. I really think Giannis is just gonna, and I honestly I would love to just get him to the second round because I really want him to play LeBron. I mean, everybody does, right? That would be great. I mean, the Bucks Cavs matchups during the regular season were great. Oh yeah, and I mean, I just like my. I just want this to kind of set the table for my theory of like. That Giannis is the one to topple off, like, is to take the throne from LeBron in the East eventually. I don't think it's this year, but, like, I want us to set that up. I want that seed to be put in LeBron's head, like, the freak's coming. Uh, yeah, I think this is where a lot of people, if you're looking for something, like, just let's soak up Giannis. Like, when he played in the playoffs two years, like, against the Bulls, like, that was when I just knew. I love the man just because he was such a fucking firecracker. Like he was just not going to take shit from anyone. Uh, obviously, he fucked up Mike Dunleavy and like got suspended right. like for it. But like the dude is just like I think he's mentally like built for this and like built for the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to see what he does. I hope it, I hope it works out and you can see him in person. Um, and just one note too, if you, no one saw this, but Giannis. First player in NBA history to lead the league, to beat not lead the league, top lead, twenty, top twenty in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. It's an amazing stat. Wilt Chamberlain didn't do that. Like Giannis is the first. Like that's wild. Uh, so yeah, let's go. But Giannis Nation, holler at me. It's gonna be a party. We're gonna have such a Giannis party. I'm a uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. Bring it home, Giannis. But let's uh, let's wrap things up. Last last series, Cavs, Pacers, LeBron, Lance, Lance. Stevenson, Lance. <laughs> Lance to make him dead. Yeah, it's uh, God it's bless little... America. Like this is like another thing. Like thank God for that. Like we had Lance and LeBron again. We uh, we didn't think that was gonna happen. No, Two not at no idea. Yeah, if you'd have told me if you'd have told me six months ago, a year ago, two years ago that Lance would be back on the Pacers and that they would be facing the Cavs in the playoffs, I would have 
I would have called bullshit. And this this is great. Um, I uh, I personally I don't see this going more than five games. No. Uh, <laughs> The Pacers and what you know, I moments. think they ever everyone's thinking of a couple weeks ago when they had a overtime game just in Cleveland and yeah. LeBron and Paul George were just going at each other. But that was a fun game. This is playoff basketball now. I don't I don't see Cleveland having a problem. But LeBron's I, like this, I think this is sets. I think this sets them up nicely, though, just from the perspective of. Like it's not like these games are gonna be intense, but I think they'll win. And like it just it won't really be you know the situation where they can just kind of take it easy. Um, but I mean I'm very interested to see like with Cleveland like do we get kind of what we got with them last year where they just got started just stroking they just like were just hitting everything they were you know how the, the style and everything they played kind of transition to that now for the playoffs to basically because you know, this is just, i mean this is their prep to get to the warriors um so yeah uh but it's like fun it's just a fun for a cleveland series like just yeah look at that lance and this thing like the pacer stuff like that's just like a nice uh way to sell a, a 2v7 the, the the characters involved yeah i'm uh i mean i we talked a lot about the the Cavs getting the two seed, and they kind of just conceded it there at the end. Um, even though, and we we haven't touched on what really happened the last two weeks in the NBA. I, I you know nothing crazy beyond Russell Westbrook just doing some bad shit stuff, and uh, but Cleveland did have a, a pretty serious meltdown against the Hawks uh, last weekend, where they blew a twenty six point lead in the fourth quarter, which is just ridiculous. Like, how do you blow a lead that big? And uh, that essentially ended it for them. Um, didn't really think they were going like, to hold on to the one seed when you lose to the Hawks like that. Yeah. Uh, having said all that, every, a lot of questions around this team, but I'm just until until this team is losing in a playoff series, I'm just not worried about them. They have LeBron James, they have Kyrie, and Kyrie before last season didn't mean anything when it comes to the playoffs. But that dude's a f- He's a bad man now. Like yeah, he, yeah, he's he proven is. himself. You can give him the ball at the end of a game, and he'll make plays for you in the playoffs. He's proven it. Um, so yeah, this should be fun to watch. The Pacers have some interesting players, but they just they yeah they got the characters, but I don't think they have the talent. Nope, they don't. Um, so let's uh, let's wrap things up with our in and outs for the week, PJ. Um, you want to start? I can start. So I, you know, I was victim of the NBA resting, um, going to the T Wolves hard earned dollars. Yep. T Wolves thunder game on Tuesday. Uh, but despite the fact that I didn't get to see Russell Westbrook, I did get to enjoy the unveiling of a new Timberwolves logo and I'm in on it. I like it. Uh, it's not, it's not perfect by any means but I, I like what they did um so i think it's a little new i think it, yeah i mean it's uh i always really like the side secondary logo that they've had the last year or two and they kind of spun that around add some more color to it i like the green accents mm-hmm. uh the the big thing with this 
is the logo. Yeah, I, I like it. It's solid. What's, what's the but jersey? What, do you, what are the jerseys going to look like? And how, how what is the court going to look like? So uh, got to keep an eye on those two things, and I'm sure I'll be talking about it more on this pod. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like the logo. And you liked it too, right? Yeah, I'm I'm good with it. It was it was it was pretty close. Like if I it, when you know they announced they were coming out with one, it was pretty close to what I had like pictured in my head, um, as like a, a kind of a rebranded. But yeah, I, I like that logo a lot. Um, that side thing, like it is kind of similar to the OG, well, the original one. So um, yeah, I'm 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 good with it. And then my out, my out is kind of on airlines in general, but specifically Whoa. not allowing you to cancel your flight for free. Because now, if you're able to just kick people off flights, which if you haven't checked out everything that's going on with United, which I I find hard to believe, it's a real drag. because it's, it's a been <laughs> it's been everywhere. If you can just kick people off flight, then you can't charge us hundred dollars just to cancel a flight and not come. Like this is bullshit. It's you know the the way ticket is ticket like by industry tickets and how you purchase and check in for things is just so different. Yeah, let's have some consistency or like let's just not be let's awful just, people. Let's like the, let's keep the stop stealing. Back. Stop stealing from your customers. Like if I, and this is coming from they're, someone they're, that they're a fucking cartel. They're ungoverned. And so another reason I'm bringing they want, man. another reason I'm bringing this up is so I'm uh, going on vacation this weekend and we're flying United and I can't like I can't switch flights now. I mean I can't just you would, you would cancel you this flight if I could if I could cancel this and book another flight and it wouldn't be wouldn't cost you more than a hundred bucks. I would do it in a second more if it costs you a hundred dollars more like i'm just saying between having to pay to cancel it and the additional amount i would have to pay for that ticket if it was a hundred bucks i'd pay that hundred bucks to not have to fly for this airline that you physically dragged people off your flight or it's unbelievable (laughs) to me it's it's baffling and you live with a united employee so i can't get too into this but uh, all the info. I got all the inside track on this thing. Nah, yeah, man, I bet I you do. You so you're telling me like next time you book a flight, United's let's say United's flight is a hundred dollars less, or than like the next one, you would pay the extra hundred dollars not to give it to United. I think so. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, I think it, there's a line somewhere. Let's say if it's two hundred, it's a different conversation. I might pay an extra hundred bucks to avoid flying United. Wow, I'm not on that side. I I think it was a pretty isolated incident. I don't know. I I think it's been getting blown up a lot. Well, tell you what, I'll let you know how my flight experience goes. Yeah, this you weekend. get dragged. Fuck United. Okay. You get dragged off a plane. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, all right, man. I didn't know we were gonna go that way. You just like to steer away from those controversies. Well, I don't even think this is a controversy. Like, if you think what <laughs> you if, if you yeah. think what United yeah. did was okay, then that's we let's talk about that. I mean, anyway, what are, you're in and out? Hit me. Uh, so, um, hmm. So my out this week. No, I, 
I lost my notes where my out was. Um, so the thing I'm in on right now are smoothies. I've just been making smoothies <laughs> left and right. Uh, so you're making them. You're not buying them. No, I'm just making smoothies every morning for breakfast. It's been great. Enjoying it a lot. Uh, so it's been my in. Well, uh, no, no, no. Let's not. Let's talk about I Being a smoothie fan myself. Ooh, what, it's a great uh, way to start your morning. What are you throwing in there? Like some frozen berries, yogurt, so I, milk? Yeah, so I, I basically have combined like my basic like I usually make a yogurt, like put some fruit in there for like a mid morning snack. But I forget about it sometimes at work or like things, you know, just when we get eaten, we go to waste sometimes. Um, and then I try to, you know, drink some orange juice. Uh, you know, have stuff in the morning right when I get up. So I'm basically combining all that. So we put some orange juice, banana, and then I had like a banana, peanut butter, like on a tortilla type thing I would eat in the car. So getting rid of that, throwing the banana, throwing some strawberries, blueberries, and you know, whatever it may be. Then uh, you know some spinach or some avocado. Just put some OJ in there. Put the yogurt in there, and we're fucking we're set. We're just driving into work with a big smile on our face. Wow, uh, it's nice. I kind of I kind of got out of the smoothie game a while ago. Maybe I'll have to come back on. Get back in that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been cool. Um, what I'm out on is um, the uh, I don't really I don't know if I have an out this week. Shoot! Wow! I don't know. Life life is uh, too good. Let, let me see if I can make one up really quick here. Uh, what you, happened this week? You in or out on you know tr- Trump and uh, bombing oh, Syria? Do you want to? Uh, I don't want to get that triggered here. Yeah, um, I figured. Shoot. What was my? I thought I had one this week. And you know, baseball's back. Masters just got over. Nothing. Uh, I guess. Yeah. No. I don't know. I was kind of bummed that Dustin Johnson got hurt. That sucked. That kind of screwed up my stuff for the Masters. Um, but wow. Well, you heard it. You heard it here first. Nothing is wrong. My princess here. Let me just scroll through. Make sure I didn't. No, I don't. It all is good. Wow. I'm out on outs this week. I'm out on outs. Hey, you're only allowed to use that once, though. Ooh. Uh, no, I guess my out would just be, uh, it's too bad the, uh, he didn't make the playoffs. Wish they took the Pacers' place. Not really. I'm not even out on that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just out <laughs> on outs. We're out on outs. Yeah, you you have made that abundantly clear with this rant that you've just gone on. <laughs> no out for PJ. Well... <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, PJ. I think that's oh, a perfect Oh, I know. Way. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, my. I'm, okay. I'm out on Charlie Murphy dying. R.I.P. Oh. the Darkness. That sucked. That was a bummer. That's a good out. Took you a R. long R. time P. to get to it. I but... knew I had it. I knew I had it. Just had a workshop it. I found it. it was... um, I just looked at Brother Darkness. Okay. Yeah, that that I... Best, best fucking... One of the best Chappelle things of all time. Uh, Rick Jane. Even yeah, the print... Like, yeah. Oh. So great! It was a bummer. Dude was dude was an awesome storyteller. Um, like, just made me want to watch Chappelle's show a ton after hearing the news, just to pay my respects. Yeah, like so far, like just such a great sketch. Like, great storyteller. Really loved. Super bummer. Um, shout out to the Murphy family and that shitty loss. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no one that is a bummer. Leukemia and stuff. So. 
yeah. John Murphy. Well, Early I thought we were going to be going out on a happier note, but hey, just to remind yeah. everyone, it's playoff basketball. That's all. We're going to be doing a lot more podcasts. Unfortunately, uh, since I am going to be not, uh, I'm going to be on vacation, I won't be able to do a pod for another week and a half or so. But as soon as I get back, um, not this next week, but the week after, we'll definitely be doing one, maybe two. Hey, we might do three pods. We could do one every day. All every, every day. Um, and we're going to be trying to get some guests. So uh, please give us a listen as we come out with more podcasts next week. Thank you always for listening. And please check us out on Twitter at The Point Forward or at uh, uh, check us out our website, thepointforwardnba.com, Facebook page. Just search for The Point Forward. And please leave us a review. I would really appreciate it so we can uh, get more people to listen to the show. PJ, as always, had a good time, man. I hope it works out for you to go to the Bucks games next week, and uh, I hope you have a good rest of your week and weekend, those man. habitual line steppers, guys. Slap them upside the head if you have. Talk to you soon. Have a good weekend, everyone.